Today is Thursday, December 15, 2017, and you're listening to the official VIEW News Podcast. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. In this podcast, we aim to provide VIEW developers the latest news and tutorials to stay up to date with their technology in about five or six minutes. Links to all the stories we talk about can be found in our weekly newsletter and on news.viewjs.org. The state of JavaScript survey results were posted this week. And survey says... Vue is the front-end framework that front-end developers most want to learn. Out of the 28,000 developers who took the survey, about 43% of them said they have heard about Vue and would like to learn it. That's great. I assume that React is the most popular framework? Well, at the survey, they measured two things for each technology. Interest in learning and satisfaction. Vue has the highest in interest in learning, and React is the highest satisfaction, with roughly 50% of developers saying they've used it and would use it again. What else came out of the survey? Well, for backend JavaScript, Express is number one, with KOA following up. For JavaScript state management, REST is still the top answer, but there's a huge interest in GraphQL. How about Vuex? Did it make it on the list? (laughs) Not on the main chart, but it was the top written-in answer with 1% of the votes. Check out the survey results for more, well, results. In February, there will be the first ever Vue.js conference, Amsterdam, and the full schedule was just announced. Great location. It'll start off with a keynote by Vue creator, Evan Yu, and will feature talks by Alex and Sebastian Chopin, the authors of Nux.js, as well as a talk by Microsoft's Sarah Drasner, along with a host of other topics, like using GraphQL and Apollo for the Ultimate Vue stack. Nice. Are they going to be taping the talks? I hope so. As I have learned more about Vue, I've started to find more tutorials that show it working well with D3. D3 is the JavaScript library for producing dynamic, interactive data visualizations in browsers. Right. And if you create a lot of custom data visualizations, you should definitely take the time to learn D3. But not if an existing graphing library will do the trick. Right. If there's a library that does what you need it to do, don't try to do something custom. Anyways, this week, Ramsey Lanier wrote up a great post on plotting the average color of a video using D3 and Vue. It's also a great example of how to use a web worker to do heavy computing in the background. Web workers allow you to run scripts and background threads in someone's browser in case you're not familiar. The article itself is a great jumping off point if you want to do any video processing in the browser, as Ramsey shows us how to use a canvas element to access video frames before doing any processing on the data. How do you decide what to test? All the things. All the time. Well, that's not Roman Cuba's answer in his article on the philosophical approach to front-end testing. So how does he decide what to test? Well, he likes this quote by David Allen Coe. It is not the beauty of a building you should look at, It's the construction of the foundation that will stand the test of time. Um, (laughs) nice quote, but that doesn't really tell me what to test. Well, a few of his recommendations include avoid testing simple functions, don't bother trying to get to 100% code coverage, and unit tests are the foundation of every good app. Check out the rest of his philosophy on his article on CodeShip's blog. Sometimes you have data you need to plot, and you don't need a library like D3 to display the data. You can just create a couple SVG objects. Oh, yeah. Coding SVGs from scratch. That sounds like fun. (laughs) It's not so bad when it's simple. And this week, Ahmed Mahmoud wrote up an article on Codeburst where he shows how to create an animated pie chart in Vue using a single file component. That doesn't sound too difficult. Life would be a lot harder without Google and coffee. (laughs) You're right. But uh, where is this going? Well, I was just reading Dan Pastore's tutorial on using a Vue mixin to filter a Google map for cafes. Mixins, in case you're not familiar, are a flexible way to distribute reusable functionality for Vue components. And what exactly does Dan show? He shows you how to use a search component, which hovers on a Google map, and then filters the markers that are shown based on what the user selects in the filter. 
Have you heard of Tailwind? No. Well, Tailwind is a CSS framework that calls itself utility first, referring to its lack of a default theme or design opinion. <laughs> utility first. So it's the CSS framework for the design opinionated developer? Uh, you could say that. In his tutorial this week, Nick Basile breaks down how to create a view modal in a Laravel project with Tailwind. If you've been around front-end coding for a while, you've probably seen a lot of to-do sample applications. Been there, coded that. <laughs> but this week, I was blown away by one of them. Nate Barbatini wrote up a complete to-do app showing how to use both ASP.NET as a core backend with Okta for user authorization and storage. Awesome. So he shows you all the API code needed on the backend to get this running with the user authentication system? Yeah, it's a full-stack solution. So definitely check out the tutorial if you're thinking about coding up a .NET backend. View solution for event handling is simple, but what about global events? Well, there is add event listener, but that's a little meh. Agreed. Instead, you could use the view global events component, brought to you by Damon Dulish and Eduardo San Martin Marot. Yeah, I saw this. I'm definitely going to use this library. It's a really intuitive solution. You've been listening to the official View News podcast. Be sure to tune in every week to catch the latest news in the View community. And if you want to get all these stories delivered direct to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the official View newsletter.